Welcome to the Modern Savvy CPA, where financial expertise meets the cutting edge of digital age. I'm Sharon, your host, a certified public accountant, here to guide you through the intricate web of numbers and regulations, offering a fresh perspective of the ever-evolving world of finance. Hi, this is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA, and we're going to talk about some money habits today that are kind of outdated and could be harming your budget. We're gonna focus on the 11 main ones that I've been thinking about, and I want you guys to think about how it's harming your budget. So, you know, times change, so we have to change with the times. I don't know how much of you put cash in your envelopes anymore and spending money with cash, um, with the envelopes, because that is a really outdated one. You can have that comp concept is not, totally outdated, but when you're doing that, it doesn't allow you to track where you're going wrong. So I definitely believe in cashless tracking. It makes it easier. So as times change, we have to change with the time. We have to make sure that, you know, the thrifty tips and habits that we've had are not becoming outdated. They're not something that we are you know, we should be look like, you know, we need to be looking at things as times go by and how we need to revamp our budgeting, revamp our financial outlook, and the things that we thought would work doesn't work anymore for the current lifestyle. And that works with everything. It's, it, it's something that goes with money. It goes with kids. It goes with even the, our cooking, the way we cook you know, the way we drive, so many things. So we always have to be working with what's happening in today's society and working within um, our realm that's valid for what's happening today. With AI and technology and because of COVID, technology has become a huge part of our society, whether you want it to be or not. And if you're not keeping up with technology in some way, shape or form, then you're kind of outdating yourself and probably not maximizing your time, your money, your habits, you know, all the things that you need to be looking at when it comes to living a well life. So the first thing that we're gonna, um, I'm gonna list, I'm gonna list 11 things that I think. So the first one is gonna be cash versus credit. Frankly, like I just said, I think that this is an outdated system. No one, not me, not my kids, my husband sometimes has cash in his wallet. But for the most part, everywhere I go, more so in the last three years, nobody has cash. They don't even have $10 or $5. Usually, maybe pre-COVID, people will have like an emergency $10 or an emergency $20 in their wallet. Well, I'm telling you today, they don't have it. For example, we had a wine tasting event last year and we were auctioning off bottles of wine for a charity and um it was just ten dollars the wonderful woman who did the wine tasting donated the wine and um she we, we had a dozen bottles to, to auction off and no one had ten dollars they wanted the wine but they didn't have the ten dollars to put for the raffle you don't have ten dollars no they want the, the woman should have had Zelle, she should have had Cash App, she should have had um, Venmo, all these different things, because 
any of these women at the wine tasting would have gladly Venmoed her $10, sell her $10, cash up her $10, or even done it with a credit card, but they did not have $10 in their wallet. So even though that's surprising to me, it's really not surprising because it's true. Sometimes I might have a $10 or a $5, but a lot of the times I don't. So don't even talk about the kids. Don't even talk about my teenager or my college student. They, they sell and cash up and, and, and Venmo $5 all the time. So this is a something that I rarely see people using cash anymore, not even for the small purchases. Usually it would be um, something that's used, but, you know, so I'll have to say cash for everything is as old as the credit cards. So, so but today's world, uh, you know, it it just doesn't hold up for for using cash because nobody's doing it, and everywhere has cashless payments now. They have apps that's doing it. The you know your credit cards can be on things. So, so going into that, let's talk about responsibly using credit. So yes, we are all about the cashless system. And if we use the cashless system correctly, it won't harm us because we can track what we're spending. Um, if we intend to use credit cards, like I personally do not use debit cards because I think it's a risk. I've seen many times where it's happened with clients of mine where their, their bank account is frauded. If it's the only account that they have where they're writing their checks and their bills out of it, it becomes a real nightmare because the money takes a while to come back and it, it's just a really big deal with that. So I personally do not trust using debit cards. That's my personal feelings. And um, I also believe it, in using the credit cards because it's, it's nicer to put the reports together. It's nicer to do your tracking and tracing. And if credit cards are used responsibly, they can benefit you a lot. For example, there's low, there's fraud protection, there's reward points, there's, you know, you're building your, a good credit history. But the key is, like I tell my kids, I'm going to tell you guys, is you pay off your credit card when you get paid. So every time you get paid, you pay off your credit card. It is a mode of paying. It's not an extension of your income. So you have to remember that. So if it's used responsibility, it is great. One of, one of the other key is that, you know, not using, using credit cards sensibly is important, but just make sure that you're paying it off. The next thing is be, be careful of free trials. I cannot tell you how many free trials. You click on the phone and you don't even know that you're signing up for a free trial. And somehow your credit card is registered in there and you forgot about your 30 days and now you're being charged on your credit card. Sometimes it's six months probably you're being charged on your credit card or your debit card where you're paying for something that you're not using. You've, the, the service, that this scam, this free trial scam, I think of it as a scam, it, it, it is something that they're depending on you to forget. So in six months when you remember, you've already charged up six months of something that you're not using. So that is super harmful to your budget. You know, it, it could be, you know, something that, uh, that unexpected charges can be used for something else. You know, I always tell the kids, I don't mind spending my money for things that I'm gonna enjoy 
legitly. I hate wasting money. I despise wasting money. And one of the things that are, is a big waste of money is these free trials that we forget to cancel and we end up paying for. I've seen people pay for it for two, three years. It's crazy. The other thing that I'd have to tell you, most of these that I'm talking about today is some these, these are things that I've experienced personally. So the, the other thing that we need to talk about is the high cost of skipping travel insurance. I'll tell you the truth. Pre-COVID, I did not get travel insurance a lot. So I didn't do travel insurance a lot. So it, it, it was not a big deal for me. But now it's totally worth it. I was not just uh, the travel insurance helps you for your hotel. It helps you if you get stuck somewhere. I was stuck in Buffalo. I had to pay my own hotel. It was not fun. And today, air travel, cruise travel, any type of travel is very unpredictable. And you, you don't have, you don't know where you're going to get stuck and how it's going to be working. So I say invest in that travel insurance. Most nine times out of 10, you're going to get your money's worth because you're getting stuck somewhere. Be, de be aware of Black Friday phenomenons. That's the other one. You know, my mother-in-law used to tell my sister-in-law when she moved here because she's always buying stuff and putting it together. And she's like, can you please tell her that there's a sale every day? You don't need to be buying and stocking up. There's a sale every day. The stuff are not necessarily cheaper on Black Friday. What I've noticed is that a lot of things get marked up, and then they try to bring it down. So if you're really looking for something that you want, the one thing that I've noticed that is really more reasonable on Black Fridays is usually electronics. So I definitely think that that's one that could be more more um, worth your while. But I'm telling you, 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 you need to make sure that the prices are not inflated and you're not just in the hype of Black Friday and you're, you, you're not looking at what you're actually you spending. So you want to have a smarter strategy on how you're looking at deals and, and um, discounts. Make sure that you're not caught up in the hype. Make sure you're always looking at the back end of things. Don't be on that hamster wheel that keeps going and going and going and you're not realizing and analyzing what you're doing. The other thing that we need to talk about is buying in bulk. Now this is another, could be a tried and true thing that worked before for many people, but it can also be a wasteful habit. You know, if you wanna buy your paper towels or your detergent or whatever it is, maybe it might be cheaper at the regular store. But if you have a um, grocery store that does buy one, get one free, there are certain things that I would not buy in bulk because it's going to expire, it's not, you know, it's not used right, or it's not worth doing it because it's going to be wasteful. So you want to make sure that you know what you're buying in bulk and understand, you know, where you're storing it, if you have storage for it, and you, you want to make sure that you're, you're, you're assessing what your needs are there, you know. Let's talk about the thrift store. Now, I've never really been a thrift store fan because in America, there are so many things that you can buy new for really reasonable. So I've never been a thrift store friend, but I have friends that are swearing on it and they've always sweared on it. But because of, you know, vintage things and secondhand becoming like the new vogue of the world or the new way to do stuff, sometimes the thrift store stuff is always 
Sometimes it's kind of expensive. So it kind of depends on what you want to buy, what you're looking, making sure that you shop around and you look for budget-friendly options, making sure that there's something that you're wanting. You look at the original price of it. You're looking at the vintage price of it. And, you know, you look to make sure it's worth it. You know, I personally like Lily Polster stuff, um, dresses. When Lily has her sales, she has awesome deals. So I can get brand new dresses for a very reasonable price. Whereas maybe if I go on a secondhand website, they're not necessarily cheaper than when it comes on sales. So you, you need to make sure that you're looking at that. And also you need to make sure what things are saying that they're vintage. Are they really vintage? So you don't want to get robbed or fooled on being penny wise and pound foolish in that type of situation. You want to also make sure that you understand what couponing is. You know, you if you're buying something, if you're looking for a coupon for something that you buy, today it's easier. I'll tell you the truth about me with the couponing. I always used to cut the coupons and forget them at home. So when they made coupons digital and having coupon codes online, it's like the best thing since sliced bread because I don't have to have it or remember where it is or, or have a piece of paper. So it's been the best thing. But don't buy, and I'm telling you, I have to rethink these all the time. Don't be buying something because it's on sale or you have a coupon for it and you have no use for it. Make sure that you're not buying things unnecessarily because it's such a super discount. So, you know, you make sure you're, you're looking at that. You know, don't be misled by sales. Make sure that you understand um, what you're doing when it comes to the sale. Don't buy things that you don't need um, just because it's on sale. Just the same with the with the coupon. Make sure you know if something is not a bargain, it's not a bargain. You know, don't don't. It's not going to be a bargain if it's going to be stuck in your house. You know, so so don't get into that spending trap. That's that's one of these old things that we used to think about that bargain hunting and all these things, you know, that's totally outdated, you know. Um, why shouldn't you always go for a store brand? So if you're a thrifty person, then you want to make sure that you are um, not always a cheap person because there's a difference between being thrifty and being cheap. So the cheapest is not always better, and the most expensive, not because it's an expensive brand, it's good. You, you want to shop. You want to make sure you understand the nutritional value. You want to make sure if, if it's food that you're thinking about what you're eating. You, know, you want to make sure that it's the best thing for you, the, you know, the flavor content. You want to understand um, what, what it is that you're putting into your body or what you're putting on your clothes or, you know, the different things. So not always the store brand is the best, but sometimes it is. So you need to do your research on that. Um, one of the, we, you need to be aware of hidden pitfalls when it comes to DIY repairs. Now, this is one that you also need to do your research for. When is it the right time to hire a professional? When is it the right time for you to do something yourself? When is it, you know, the right time for you to, to, um, have, fix something yourself or to, to, to hire a professional. It would depend on what your skills are, you know, what your skill sets are. If you're good with electronics, maybe you should be doing that something with electronics. If you understand plumbing, maybe you should be doing something like that. If you're just sitting on your couch doing nothing and you can YouTube something, try that. 
instead of spending the money on it. So, you know, if you're a very busy person and you're working all the time and you're spending time with the kids, maybe it might be better for you to hire a professional. So you need to evaluate your time, make sure that, you know, we always say, okay, we're going to, if we are working, this is how much we're going to make. So it's better to hire a professional. But are you going to be working instead of hiring that professional? So you want to make sure that, yes, it is convenient for you, but if it's something that you can try on your own or it's something that you're interested in, in looking at or the kids are interested in looking at, have them help you out in the household. Don't overlook the cost of convenience. Now, this is a big thing. This is a big thing when it comes to the apps that deliver stuff. You know, they, I've noticed that after COVID, we've been starting to go out a little bit more. And um, I've noticed that some of the menus on the food apps are written up. The prices are written up for the food. Plus, there's a convenience fee. Plus, there's a membership. Plus, there's a tip. Plus, there's everything else. Even my college student said to me, Mom, I don't buy food and have it delivered because it's too expensive. So at least he's spending, he's thinking about how he's spending his mother's money. Um, so you need to be careful because that might be convenient, but can you go pick up that stuff? You know, if stuff is pre-packaged, it might be convenient, but it's more expensive for them to pack it. So you need to think about that. So these are just a few of the ideas of things that are before have been thought about as cheaper for us to do or more uh, thrifty for us to do, but we should be definitely looking into reevaluating what we're doing when it comes to our finance and our money all the time to make sure that we're keeping up with the times and we're efficiently using the information and the tools that we have out there. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, feel free to give me a follow to get updated on new and upcoming episodes and listen in every Tuesday and Thursday where I teach you smart money habits so you can make better money choices with a financial goal focus.